1: where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're gonna get some. I'm Tony DiLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Alisa, From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at marriage.com In today's show, we talk about how the intimacy lifestyle can become a part of your marriage and answer your questions and on how to best set it up.
0: And as we start today's show, I want you to think about this quote from Brian Herbert, and he's talking about our willingness and ability to learn. He says, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn is a choice. And and as we're talking about the intimacy lifestyle, that willingness to learn, that's really what we're going to be. You'll find that that concept comes through in so many mm-hmm. of these questions mm-hmm. that we're going to be answering today as we talk about the, the intimacy lifestyle in more detail. But we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug's an opportunity for those of you out there listening to hear from somebody else, just like you, somebody whose marriage has has seen change or transformation or even restoration. And this week's hug is sponsored by Zip Recruiter. And the question is, are you hiring? You know, have you been posting your position to job sites and waiting? and waiting for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way. So they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through their site in just one day. Mm. If you've ever had to hire, you know, that's fast. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive. So you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there and ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Now, right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com one. That's O-N-E. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com one. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Mm -hmm. So this hug comes from an email that we receive and this comes from a wife who says, I'm one of those marriages who is in need of help. Mm. So about a month back, I searched for marriage podcasts on Google play and yours was the one that popped up among the list. I was hooked on the first episode. Right on. You guys have really got me thinking again about how important intimacy is in a marriage and not just physical, but many kinds of intimacy. Mm -hmm. You guys have helped give me hope for my marriage again. I'm currently on episode 75. I just finished episode 74. Don't stop. And let me tell you, it was what I needed to hear. I heard this episode and Lisa saying, don't stop, don't stop giving, don't stop asking, keep it going. At that moment, I broke down in tears as I realized God was telling me, don't stop working on your marriage. Don't stop. I asked God to help me keep going and to show me what I needed to do to make my marriage better. I just felt I needed to write you and tell you guys how much of a blessing you are in my life and how you've really helped me focus on my marriage again. Like I should keep up the good work and keep letting God work through you guys. I Mm. know you have touched more lives than you even realize.
1: I love that. I love it, man. So good. You know, when we started off this show, man, over eight years ago, our whole goal was to save one marriage Mm -hmm. and to get these hugs each and every week. Let's us know and let you guys know that there are many marriages to be saved, and we're going to keep on going after them.
0: Absolutely, and yeah, you know, as Tony said at the opening, we're going to be talking about the intimacy lifestyle. Now, the first show that we ever did on the intimacy lifestyle was episode one forty.
1: Yeah, scheduling sex.
0: Scheduling sex, and we're now the one—the show that you're listening to currently is episode four hundred and twenty-two.
1: Yeah, been a while.
0: So, so it's been a little bit of a a little bit of a journey. Almost, well, not almost, but over five years ago. Since we first brought it up, and we revisited it again in July of 2016, okay, and we did a show called "Redefining the Intimacy Lifestyle," and we dug into it just a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the truth of the matter is, is that you all, because you come in at different points, and you, some of you have been with us over the entire last eight years, some of you, this is your very first show. Welcome, welcome. And so we get questions. We get a lot of questions about the intimacy lifestyle, and you, what we want to do in this show is really start answering some of those questions so that it's a resource for everybody.
1: What the cool thing is, is that the intimacy lifestyle has been used by thousands of couples. Mm -hmm. It has been used by thousands of couples. So the questions we get, we love them. We really do because this truly, the intimacy lifestyle honestly transformed our physical and sexual intimacy
0: it transformed our marriage. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could stick a period on the end of that sentence. And, and for those of you that are brand new, or maybe you've come on in the last little while and you're like, okay, first and foremost, Tony Lisa, what is this thing called the intimacy lifestyle? Like what, what are you talking about? Right. And so at its, at its most core foundational basis, the intimacy lifestyle is, is a way of defining intimacy, specifically what physical intimacy is going to look like in your marriage. Mm hmm. Right. Because we plan so many areas of our life, right? We've got a financial planner. You guys have heard me talk about that. You've got your trainers, you've got your people for your career, but then we get married and we're like, yeah, so we're just supposed to have sex.
1: And it's going to just work out for us every single day of the year. And it's just going to be bliss. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not the way it happens.
0: Right. We actually have friends that are getting married and we were just having this conversation about the intimacy lifestyle the other day and about getting intentional about it. Because when you're intentional about an area of your life, you see results, Mm -hmm. right? So when couples are struggling with their sexual intimacy, we immediately say, are you being intentional
1: about this area of your marriage? Because if you're not, then we have something to share with you.
0: Absolutely. And so for us, I, what I want to do too is just define at the start of the show what the intimacy lifestyle looks like for Tony and Alisa. Correct. So what have we been doing it like eight years now?
1: Been doing it eight years now. Eight yes. years.
0: And so for the last eight years, when we first started this, we sat down and said, okay, first and foremost, the number one thing you do when you're setting up the intimacy lifestyles, how often, what is the frequency that we want to be having sex?
1: Now, what we answer is going to be completely different new answer. Possibly you guys might be similar to us. For us, it's, we were on board with two days a week mm-hmm. and we've have been, and we've discussed this over the last eight years and we are still fine with two days a week.
0: Now, the other component to the intimacy lifestyle is that initiating sex is not solely one person's responsibility. Correct. For the first 11 years of our marriage, I probably initiated sex a handful of times and you all can cringe and feel bad for Tony. It's. It was the reality of our marriage. Mm
1: -hmm. And I would ask a lot of times and get turned down and rejected.
0: Exactly. Which is why when we did our 60 Days of Sex Challenge, which is episode one, things all started to shift because Mm -hmm. the only way that Tony was going to go be on board with the 60 Days of Sex Challenge after he had suggested it was if initiating became a two-way street. Mm -hmm. And so that gets woven into the intimacy lifestyle.
1: Let me just share this. It can be very difficult to... Begin to initiate if you have never done that. But like Elisa said at the beginning, at the top of the quote, your willingness mm-hmm. to learn. And we we have shows that we've shared that. We have articles on our site, oneextraordinarymanagers.com, where you we talk about initiating and how to do that. But it's really at the core of it, if you haven't done it, it's your willingness to go, I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to learn something new. And even for those of us like myself who, who was the the primary initiator, I'll will say that the primary initiator, I've even over the years had had to come up with new ways and different ways to initiate. So mm-hmm. it's not just the same old same old. It's not like, hey, jump into bed, like let's have sex. It's how am I romancing Lisa? What am I doing? Am I leaving notes around? And that's not I'm doing it every single week, but I am challenged. I have to have a willingness to learn and grow.
0: Absolutely. So just so we can go into some of these other questions real quick. Our structure is that because we decided we wanted to have sex twice a week, there are seven days in the week, no surprise to all of you. So we decided to split it into two three-day periods. Tony's days are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. My days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday.
1: Those are days that we initiate. We have- so my, mine are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday that I would initiate. Hers would be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday ends up being a bonus day for us. If we do it, we do it. If we don't, we don't. If you want to hear the whole thing with us outlining the entire intimacy lifestyle, go to episode 140. You can go oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash scheduling sex and you'll get the full download. The full download. So start there if you haven't heard that show. For those of you who've been doing it and you want to learn more, we're going to get into some more questions right now.
0: So one of the questions that we get around this, is says, if you're doing the intimacy lifestyle in your marriage, how do you connect on the days that you aren't having sex? Which is a good question because you know, typically with the intimacy lifestyle, most of the couples, I'd say 99% of the couples that I've interacted with that do the intimacy lifestyle are not having sex every day.
1: Right. This isn't a seven days of sex challenge or 60 days of sex challenge. I mean, we're having sex and there are going to be periods in between when we are having sex that are, we can call those down times,
0: off days, whatever you want to call it,
1: whatever you want to call it, but you're not having sex every single day of the week.
0: Right. And so, you know, Tony alluded has alluded to this in the past where he talks about romance, right? Where it's, you know, how do you romance your spouse when you're not going for sex? Uh-huh. Right. What does it look like? Are you, are you leaving those little love notes? Are you, you know, dropping a note in their purse, leaving a note on the dashboard, sticking a note in the bathroom mirror, in their lunchbox? Are you sending those text messages during the day? Those sexy text messages. Te- Tony got a text message the other day. Just so y'all know, um, that was a pile of clothes that I'd been wearing in the morning. It was just the pile of clothes, and it said hashtag waiting for you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Now, needless to say. He did not take a long time coming home from work that day. I'm just saying the end game wasn't necessarily sex, but I was definitely, you know, putting some romance out there for him.
1: Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the biggest thing is to show your spouse that you're willing to um, what you're sharing with them and what you want to do with them isn't always just about the physical act of sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing beyond that? Beyond just, you know, grabbing their butt or looking at them or grabbing their penis or whatever it may be to just go, Hey, let's just have sex. It's what are you doing in between? And so this was something I wanted to work on this year myself, because sometimes I can get lazy on this. My, I'll, I'll be honest and and it just sort of goes by the wayside and I'm just like, Oh gosh, what do I have to think about? So there's, there's this awesome, uh, flower shop. They, they do their wholesale flowers, but they got a, a, a little retail front up along the coast. And at the beginning of this year, just a little note to myself, I said, every time I'm driving by that place or I'm near that place, I'm going to just go by there and I'm going to go grab the Lisa some flowers. Well, lo and behold, this week, this past week, I was by there and just stopped on in and I said, Hey, you know, what do you have? I, I see these beautiful sunflowers. Lisa loves sunflowers. They put together a quick little bouquet, 10 bucks out the door. It's a way to show her that I love her, romance her, and it wasn't anything more than baby doll. I love you.
0: And that's the most important thing in the in between times is that you're still expressing desire and attraction to your spouse, right? That's that's what keeps the intimacy lifestyle moving forward. Is this expression that not all roads lead to the bedroom, but that I desire you and I'm attracted to you, and I'm going to show you, Mm -hmm. right? That's such a key factor. Such a key factor, you know, and building that in. Helps you to even connect, have a stronger connection when you are in the bedroom.
1: Another way to do that, showers. Mm-hmm. We we had a show recently, you know, what was it called? The Hot Shower. What was that show called? We just did a show on shower. Long Hot Shower. Long Hot Shower. You know, again, you're getting in, you, you're naked together. It's a bond that happens in there. Go listen to that show. Great one. Mm-hmm. Going out on a date night, you know, doing your coffee breaks, going out you know, doing those together. Believe me, there's a lot of romance going on just from the words that you're using and the nonverbal communication you guys will give each other in that. You know, if you're somebody who just wants to write a, a daily note mm-hmm. or maybe just get a get a, a post-it notepad and, and maybe you're just going to put some words that describe your spouse and you're going to just, you're going to put those out once a week. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be every day. You know, things of those nature.
0: So another question that we've received says, I've heard you mention the no rejection zone in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. How does this work with the intimacy lifestyle? Now, just a little backup, no rejection zone means that when in, in our marriage, this is how we've defined it, that when somebody makes a move, when they're initiating, that the other person's not going to say no. Now, this is really important that it does work in conjunction with the intimacy lifestyle and you understand the the layers and the nuances to this. So when we've got our days to initiate, so let's say, you know, it's Elisa's days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm very in tune and I'm asking Tony, hey, what do you have going on this week, right? Do you have any late meetings? Do you have, you know, when do we have kids games or kids events? You know, do you have a break in the day Uh on any one of those days, right? Because I'm using all of that information to, okay. When is it going to be the best time for me to initiate that? That he's not going to be like, Oh, I'm running out the door right now. Cause I've got that seven o'clock appointment. Right. And I didn't tell you. Right. So it's, it, it's working in conjunction with this idea that we've got this commitment and it's work and it's bringing this to, to the point where with that commitment and with knowing how we're trying to structure this, I'm not going to initiate at a time that he's going to have to say no right? I'm going to set Tony up for success, right? To be able to say yes. And I'm going to set myself up for success of asking when he's most likely to say yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and this is is a tough one. This is one that you guys are going to have to learn together. It's Mm -hmm. going to be an ebb and flow. There are going to be times when you do initiate and you may get turned down. Sure. Still happens in our marriage, even with the intimacy lifestyle. And again, a lot of it is because there's a misunderstanding on where we're at. Maybe something was said earlier in the, in the day. Um, things have changed. Didn't really adjust to those changes, and so it's like, well, hey, I'm I'm still ready to go. Mm-hmm. And yet, Elisa might not be. Something happened. She got frustrated. She ended up having to do homework with one of the kids longer than she thought, or cuddling, or whatever may have come up. And and so, in my mind, though, I'm still like, it's still game on. Who cares? It's a little later, and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm fried. So those, those do happen. Mm -hmm. So we have to have that conversation around it when it does and, and, and express what happened and, and get it out in the air. This isn't the thing to just shut down on and be like, oh my gosh, my spouse shut me down again. And this, this this happened and it's never going to work. If if we, if we, if we constantly come up against the intimacy lifestyle and say, never, never, never going to work. Well, guess what? It's never going to work. I mean, you're just telling yourself that and that's, what's going to happen. So Do know that this is an ebb and flow, and how you react to it is going to determine how well the intimacy lifestyle continues to work out in your marriage for years to come. Not just tonight when you got rejected, because again, I have been there and I felt the sting of it. And then I've had to just go, you know what? Take a deep breath. Let's talk about this in the morning because it's late at night or whatever might be happening.
0: And it's also important, you know, if, if your spouse has already initiated or if you're the one that's initiating and you've already initiated, maybe you've split the week up like us. And so, you know, I initiate on my first day, but then I'm thinking about it on day two or three. And, you know, you've got to make a decision on what does that look like on those bonus days. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but you've got to have the conversation before you find yourself in the situation right? So that you're not like, Oh, and your spouse is like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Like, I know we said no rejection zone, but this is like the second time in three days that you've initiated. And and what am I supposed to do? Like, hold on. If you've already got a strategy in place, then it's much easier to have the discussion around it. Are you up for a second time in my three days? How are you feeling? You know, can I, can I romance you? Can I arouse you? Right. But you, you start working on that. Next question. How do you get your spouse on board with the intimacy, life, intimacy lifestyle, especially if they are the low desire spouse? Tony's shaking his head. Yeah. Other side. I am the low desire spouse.
1: I'm going to say this. Don't go grabbing our episode 140 and just be like all hot to trot and give it to your spouse and be like, you need to listen to this um, more times than not. What Tony and Elisa said and be like, hey, Tony and Elisa said, if you go throw that at your spouse and they're not really into what's going on here with one extraordinary marriage, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to put their defense a, dis, defenses up and shoot you down. Mm-hmm. So l- let's make sure that w- I get that you're excited and yet what's been going on in your marriage up to this point, mm-hmm. we, we got take we got to take some stock you know, what's been going on between you and your spouse up to this point and how are we going to address this? How are we going to start bringing this lifestyle up to them so that you can have the sexual intimacy you desire?
0: Absolutely. And like Tony said, you may not want to start with sharing episode 140 with them. It may be too much. Um, you may also not want to call it the intimacy lifestyle. It may be one of those things that it having a label it feels intimidating mm-hmm. to your spouse. It, it may start very simply with a conversation of, how often do we want to be having sex? How often do we want to be sexually intimate
1: uh-huh. on
0: a weekly basis? Let's, let's just start talking about that, right? And, and again, you don't want to make your spouse feel bad. You don't want to make them feel like what's happening now is wrong or, or insufficient. We just want to get the conversation started. So many people have never had the conversation around their sex life, right? And so there's this discrepancy and you're like, but, but this sounds like a great plan. And, and here's the thing. If you are a low desire spouse, the intimacy lifestyle can absolutely be a godsend for you. Uh-huh. And here's why, because, and speaking as a low desire spouse, I have a structure of knowing what it's going to look like, what it's going to, you know, what days Tony's going to initiate. I'm not sitting there thinking like I used to when we didn't have the structure going, oh my gosh, is he going to initiate today? Like, oh, uh, like how many days in a row are we having sex? Right. Because there was no structure.
1: And within the intimacy lifestyle, Alisa and I will say structure a lot. And and when we say structure, it's the the days of the week, how many times you're going to be having sex. Beyond that, it's all up to you guys what you want to do. It's all Mm -hmm. up to you guys how you want to have sex, what position you want to be in, how you want to initiate, what you want to do. Wear lingerie, don't wear lingerie. Come to bed naked and surprise your spouse. Whatever you want to do within that Man, that's, that's where the fireworks and the spontaneity happens. So please don't write to me and say that there is no way you can have spontaneity within the, the intimacy lifestyle. In actuality, you'll have more of it. And for those of you who are low desire, and I've seen this even with Elisa in what she said, that there is a knowing of what's happening. So for her, I have seen it come out that there's more enjoyment for her. She actually, I, I've seen her just be more joyful around this because we've discussed it enough. And she, like she said, she's not sitting here going, is it going to happen tonight, tomorrow night? Da, da, da. And it's and it's created her and, and made her grow on her own and be able to go, you know what? I can initiate. Mm-hmm. I can do this stuff. And I, I've seen her confidence in the bedroom grow because of it. And this happens for both guys and women. It, it's both ways. Those of us who are high desire, low desire, what, whatever it may be. But there is a confidence that then exudes and has been exuded from her where she's like, I have control over this and I enjoy it.
0: And that's a pretty sexy thing for your spouse. Just, just going to say it.
1: Hey, well, yeah. I mean, we're here to, to please each other. This isn't a selfish act that just one of us takes and the other one's giving. We're, we're both giving to each other to enjoy the sex That we want, Mm -hmm. and having done this, Elisa and I, twenty-one years into our marriage, are is having the best sex that we've ever had, and we continuously there's there at least once a month where I'm just like, dang it, that was better than our our good one that we had the month prior, you know. So eight times a month that we're having sex, I would say one to two of them are out of this world, one or two of them are quickies, and then there's those in the middle, and you know what? That still works. Absolutely. We are still excited about that and are um, just continue to be like, let's continue to do this together.
0: Now, before we answer the last uh, few questions here, we want to thank this week's sponsor, ZipRecruiter.com. And, and just in case you've forgotten, ZipRecruiter is going to learn what you're looking for, identify the people with the right experience, and invite them to apply to your job. And right now, one listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just want you to go to ZipRecruiter.com/one. Spell it out: O-N-E. ZipRecruiter.com/one. So, this next question, this is a big one: How do you handle the intimacy lifestyle? If your spouse has a medical condition that makes sex painful, uncomfortable, or difficult. And there are a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. I I know when you're experiencing this, you think that you're the only couple. And I know this because I deal with a lot of my coaching clients have painful intercourse as part of their story. Uh right? And we've heard from women whose wives, uh, wives, whose husbands, let me get that right. We've heard from wives whose husbands have ED, erectile dysfunction. We've heard from women who have vaginismus, which means that their, their vaginal muscles are incredibly tight. Uh Um, we've had men whose wives are suffering from PMDD, which is a premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And and that's just a few Uh that have come in asking, you know, how do we do the intimacy lifestyle with these things?
1: With medical conditions. With medical
0: conditions. And, you know, dealing with medical conditions, on one level, you've got the medical diagnosis, right? And whatever the medical treatment is. And and the intimacy lifestyle actually becomes a tool for the two of you dealing with that and still looking at how do we maintain our sexual intimacy. And so it becomes not like, how are we going to have sex because sex is painful? But it becomes how can we be sexually intimate in our own way, right? You're the two of you are going to have to actually like talk about your sexual intimacy. Like you're going to have to step out of the comfort zone here and, and go into this place where you're going to say, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Is it oral sex? Is it sleeping naked? Is it, you know, trying different positions, mm-hmm. right? I, I can't tell you what it's going to be for your marriage. What I can tell you is that the intimacy lifestyle has been a tool for many couples. Like I know, um, you know, I've, I've had coaching clients who have had vaginismus, who have had PMDD. And, you know, we start looking at how do we structure the intimacy lifestyle so that it's not as painful, Uh right? If it's really painful around your period, then we're going to like, you know, say that's, that's a no zone, right? It's not a rejection thing. It's just, it hurts too much, Uh but we're going to look at the other weeks of the month. If it's erectile dysfunction, um, we actually did a show, um, going deeper show with gains wave. And we'll put a link to that
1: Okay, with
0: just because the gains wave therapy can be a treatment for uh, a very effective treatment for erectile dysfunction, but it's also looking and going, how can the two of you be still be physically and sexually intimate? What can you do, right? What can you do to, to prolong the physical enjoyment? What can you do in different ways? But see, don't, don't just think the intimacy lifestyle is all about like it's just about sex. Cause I will tell you from the very first time that we ever introduced any of the seven days of sex challenge or talked about the intimacy lifestyle, there have been people who have not been able to actually have sexual intercourse that still listen to the show and have said, we want to be more intimate in our marriage. We want to have more intimacy and they have gotten creative and they have said, just like the hashtag is for this year, what can I do? And that's what they do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and And I want to just say, the, sex, the intimacy lifestyle doesn't only have to be penetration.
0: Correct. Thank it you. It
1: doesn't have to be penetrate. Mutual masturbation or, you know, giving your spouse a hand job, oral sex, whatever may work within that might be for right now where you're at. Mm-hmm. If you're in a place so where, where you are struggling with this and you want to speak to Elisa and, and, and set up a coaching session, you can go to com slash coaching.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, just as we're you know, coming to the end of this show, there's one other section. Like, so we were kind of talking about like painful sex, but also talking about, you know, how does the intimacy lifestyle work if the wife is having her period?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And, and, and this is a question because, you know, you're like, okay, well, if we're doing it like this, then what happens, you know, for those five to seven days when she's got her period? Now, in our marriage, I don't enjoy having sex on my heaviest days. Like that's just, it just doesn't work for me. And I know, because I've talked to enough women in my life that there are many women for whom that's not the case.
1: At least like it's straight up. No go.
0: It's a straight up. No go. Right. But then you start again. I, I know it's going to really not come as a surprise here. You need to talk to your spouse about what's going to work for the two of you. How do you structure it? Is it oral sex for him during those days? Is it, you know, being naked together, taking showers together? What, how are the two of you going to define it? See, at the end of the day, the intimacy lifestyle, the way Tony and I have structured it, it's a blueprint.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: But but that's all it is. It's a blueprint. You get to take this concept, right? And say, okay, that's kind of like a template. I guess template's better than blueprint. It's a template. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I
1: would say it's more of a template.
0: It's a template. And you take it and you say, okay, you know what? How's that going to work for us? We've got one couple in the one family who... They actually was, they were finding that the twice a week, two different people initiating thing wasn't working for them. They switched to it's his week or her week. Mm -hmm. And it's like fireworks. They're actually having more sex and you know, it's just, it, it works with how they work.
1: It, it flows. And so this is the main thing is when you're looking at each one of these questions that we've answered here today is take the intimacy lifestyle, take the template, start doing it have a willingness to learn about each other. And if you have to make adjustments, then make adjustments. Mm -hmm. If things are working for you, then keep going. Share what's working. Share what might not be working with you guys. Get into a flow. What I have found in life, and this is just in general, people jump too quick. People jump off the train way too quick, jump onto something new, way too fast, and you don't see it through because it didn't work one time or two times. Guess what? There're going to be times when you skin your knee and you got to get back up. And and that's what we got to do here, same with the intimacy lifestyle. If it didn't work one week you got rejected one week, doesn't mean it's it's horrible and it's never going to work again. No, you got to continue to work through it together figure out what's the ebb and the flow of it. Find find your guys a sweet spot, spot spot because when you do find that spot, the intimacy lifestyle is going to allow both of you to connect sexually like you never have before. Truth. That's what it's about. But make it your own. Use this as a template to make it happen. You guys go out there this week Start setting up your intimacy lifestyle. Share it with us. We'd love to know. We want to hear your hugs on the intimacy lifestyle. You can send those to info at marriage.com or hugs at marriage.com. We'd love to hear your successes. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And for those of you who are doing the intimacy lifestyle, continue to do it, continue to rock it, and enjoy your time together. We love you guys. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you guys.